Welcome to Unsupervised Learning, a security, AI, and meaning-focused podcast that looks at how best to thrive as humans in a post-AI world. It combines original ideas, analysis, and mental models to bring not just the news, but why it matters and how to respond. Are you building a SaaS business? Well, if you haven't already been asked by potential customers or investors about SOC 2, ISO 27001, or HIPAA compliance, you probably will be soon. Achieving compliance can unlock major growth for your company and build a foundation of trust, but the process is often time-intensive and costly. Vanta can help. Vanta automates up to 90% of compliance work, getting you audit-ready in weeks instead of months and saving you up to 85% of associated costs. And Vanta scales with your business, helping you successfully enter new markets, land bigger deals, and earn the loyalty of customers. Unsupervised learning listeners get $1,000 off of Vanta when they go to vanta.com slash unsupervised. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash unsupervised. Panoptica simplifies container deployment, monitoring, and security, protecting the entire application stack from build to runtime. Scalable across clusters and multi-cloud environments, Panoptica secures containers, serverless, APIs, and Kubernetes with a unified view, reducing operational complexity and promoting collaboration by integrating with commonly used developer SRE and SecOps tools. Panoptica ensures compliance with regulatory mandates and CIS benchmarks for best practice conformity. Privacy teams can monitor API traffic and identify sensitive data while identifying open source components vulnerable to attacks that require patching. This enhances auditing and compliance efficiency and protects against potential threats. Proactively addressing security issues with Panoptica allows businesses to focus on mitigating critical risks and protecting their interests. Learn more about Panoptica today at panoptica.app. All right, welcome to episode 395. This is Daniel Miesler. Yeah, messing around with where to put the ads, uh, I'm kind of moving towards putting them in the very front. So actually before the intro, because I feel like once we get into the intro, we should actually just go right into content. So I'm trying to figure out how to solve that uh, technically right now. Um, but yeah, let's jump into it. A big week this week for essays. I wrote a really important essay, one of the uh, best I think I've written in a while. It's actually about sharing basically how I make money, the different threads that I use, how I went independent, and why I went independent, most importantly. And basically the fact that I, I, I think a lot more people should be doing this, and this post is basically trying to encourage people to do that. So I was a lot more transparent than I normally am. I normally don't talk about anything like, you know, feeds or inputs or threads that bring money in or definitely don't talk about money and I, I broke all those rules this time because I, I think it's important enough to do that, um, to encourage people to get in, to see that it is possible to go independent and actually um, earn a living without having to worry about your livelihood and where money is going to come from. Of course, I still do that. I still have to worry about that. But as I talk about it in the post, but it's um, it's a better way to live. I wake up happy to find Monday. I wake up excited about Monday and I haven't really had that in many, many years because of a lot of downsides of just working in a corporation where it's, it's mostly zoom calls, 
it's planning about planning, it's meetings to prepare for meetings. And it's, uh, honestly, to me, it's soul crushing. And, uh, and that's even at cool places that I've worked. Right. So I, I just want to get that out there and, uh, hopefully you'll read it and hopefully, um, take it to heart. And not, not everyone is cut out for this. Like there are some people who are happy in their jobs and they're doing fine and their identity is somewhere else other than their work. But for people who have identity tied to work in a significant degree and they don't look forward to Mondays, they actually have a feeling of dread knowing that Monday is coming up. I encourage you to read this post and hopefully get something from it. So that is that one. I also created a new framework for thinking about harms and impacts that can come from AI systems. And um, this framework is called Athi, which is um, Actors, Threats, Harms, and Impacts. So it's an acronym. wish it was a better acronym, but I think it's pretty decent. And we've got a GitHub repo I, I stood up for this as well, where you can uh, add to the different categories. All right, security news. Tesla's been hit with a data breach, and it's reportedly an inside job. Two former employees leaked personal information of over 75,000 individuals, including Elon Musk's social security number, evidently. And they sent this to a foreign media outlet. Things Canary discovered that about 40% of their customers were using the example domain name provided in their UI, potentially making their Canary tokens less effective. Yeah, I would say more than potentially, right? <laughs> Um, 40%. So, so 40% of these things are not useful. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I think that's what it means. So they've now decided to show multiple examples that cycle each time, uh, on the configuration page, uh, hoping to encourage people to actually use their own domains instead of the example ones. I mean, I, I've seen other people do this well, where it's like example domain, do not paste this in, you know? Nearly 2,000 Citrix NetScaler instances have been compromised by exploiting a, recent dis a recently disclosed critical security vulnerability, which is uh, 2023-3519. And despite most people patching, follow-up analysis revealed that 1,828 servers remained backdoored. And this is from Hacker News. Bots are now outperforming humans at solving CAPTCHAs which are those annoying tests to prove you're not a robot. A study involving 1,400 participants solving 14,000 CAPTCHAs revealed significant differences in solving time and user perception. Israel and the U.S. are pooling $3.85 million, $3 million to beef up their critical infrastructure security. The funds that are part of the BIRD cyber program will support four projects targeting maritime sectors, airport, and air traffic. Department of Homeland Security Cyber Safety Board, CSRB, is set to review the July breach of Exchange Online by suspected Chinese hackers. China might target U.S. critical infrastructure like railroads and pipelines with disruptive attacks if it invades Taiwan and the U.S. intervenes, warns Jen Easterly, who is the CISA director. China managed to hack into Japan's defense networks, and it's one of the most damaging cyber attacks in Japan's history. And the NSA actually found this in 2020 and alerted Japanese officials. 
Researchers at Hudson Rock found over 100,000 hackers had their cybercrime forum login stolen due to an info-stealing malware package. And interestingly enough, the passwords used for these forums were generally stronger than those for government websites. That's uh, uncomfortable. LinkedIn is facing a wave of account hacks with many users locked out or their accounts hijacked. Google Trends data shows a 5,000% increase in search terms related to LinkedIn account hacks over the past few months. Discord.io, a third-party service for custom Discord invites, has confirmed a data breach affecting 760,000 users. And a Reddit user has shared a comparison of popular security benchmarks, highlighting the potential dangers associated with each of them. Vulnerabilities, we've got the Juniper Security Advisory, uh, multiple vulnerabilities in JunoS, yeah, Junos OS or JunoS. Either way, the OS for Juniper. And Avanti Avalanche, a mobile device management solution used by 30,000 organizations, has been hit with multiple critical flaws. And they're as high as 9.8 on the Richter scale. Technology news. New York City is giving TikTok the boot from all government-owned devices, citing data protection and security risks. Google says if you're locked up for more than two years, that's not really what they said. They said if your account is inactive for two years, you'll actually have your account deleted. And uh, I don't know, this seems really early. I, I'm not too worried about this because they've, they've got to know that this is a problem. But basically this article uh, from Twitter basically says if you're locked up for in jail for more than two years, you're going to come back and find your Google account has been deleted. Uh, along with your connections to family, jobs, and memories. Yeah, I don't see how Google doesn't fix this soon. It's a really big problem. I mean, we're we're trying to have a lack of recidivism, right? And what does it mean if you uh, lose all your email and connections to people? Cruise, the self-driving car company, has a, had a bit of a mishap when it comes to one of its uh, driverless taxis. So it basically had a fire truck uh, in San Francisco. And they've been having multiple issues with being like stuck in the middle of an intersection and doesn't know what to do. I really feel for the company because San Francisco is not the place for, you know, smooth autonomous driving. Like it is always broken. Like there's just random crap in the street. There's always construction everywhere. There's just, you know, ad hoc obstacles all over the place, orange pylons, orange construction tape, people all over the place. Like I, if you can learn how to drive in San Francisco, you could probably learn how to drive anywhere uh, autonomously. So, yeah, not surprising. Um, I, I really think it's the wrong way to go, though. I think they should still allow this stuff to happen. And they should accept the incidents because guess what? Driving autonomously uh, with robots driving or AI driving is going to be much more safe than human driving very, very soon, if it's not already. And I, I did a, I don't know, a mini post about this or something, but if you look at like sleeping, texting while driving, um, not paying attention for whatever reason, um, being distracted inside of the car, you reach for something or something, you, you look at those and see how many collisions or injuries or death those, you know, are responsible for. And compare that to autonomous driving 
Like it's not even going to be close. And I, I think it might've already passed it. I think Elon said that, but who knows? Elon's crazy sometimes and genius most of the time. So, uh, I think it is time for this to happen. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's quite there yet, but I, I think we're getting very, very close. The New York Times has updated its terms of service to prevent its content from being used to train AI models, including the use of automated tools like website crawlers, uh, specifically OpenAI Scrawler. The tech job recession is officially over, according to Bernstein Research, anyway. They're showing layoffs slowing down significantly. In the first half of 2023, tech companies laid off more than 300,000, but now many are even starting to rehire. Fantastic news from Business Insider. Despite mega layoffs this year, tech jobs, particularly IT engineering and developer roles, remain in demand and less affected than expected. And this is from TechCrunch, so kind of similar. OpenAI, the AI studio that brought AI to the masses, which has GPT, is burning through cash at an alarming rate. With ChatGPT costing around $700,000 a day to run. And a lot of people are talking about bankruptcy here. Like, oh, that's not going to work. They're going to crash. But I just don't see that. I think they have too many levers they could pull to add additional revenue. Cloud security startup Project Discovery just scored $25 million in early stage financing, showing that investors are still betting on attack surface management. Companies tech helps organizations manage digital assets in the cloud, find vulnerabilities at scale. And they just launched Nuclei Cloud, by the way. And this is one of the companies that I advise for. Absolutely love their tech and I love their team as well. Uh, you guys should go check out Nuclei Cloud. It's essentially a tech service management, but yeah, managed by Project Discovery. A Reddit user sparked a discussion about trusting Microsoft more than Google. And yeah, this is uh, kind of a trend. I, it's definitely the case for me. I feel like I could trust Microsoft more than Google now. And it's weird how fast that changed. I, I wouldn't have said that a year ago, I don't think. SecureWorks is cutting 15% of its workforce, marking the second round of layoffs this year. Mac Whisper, the app that uses OpenAI's Whisper technology to transcribe audio files into text, has received a significant performance boost. And uh, yeah, it's much faster now. This is one of the apps that I use. Really enjoy it. Uh, basically drag and drop this file when I get done recording and it can turn into a transcript using with, uh, Whisper from OpenAI. A user on Hacker News shares their experience of burnout due to the constant availability and productivity of ChatGPT. Don't quite get this, but I shared it anyway because it is another perspective. Parents across America are using Air tags to keep tabs on their adventurous toddlers. I like it. Uh, the article says that uh, parents see this as a means of providing freedom, not restrictions to their children. I like that too. Zoom is updating its terms of service to make it clear it won't use customer data to train its own or third-party AI systems. Yeah, isn't that right after you said that you would do that? And you were hoping nobody would notice. I, I'm just not happy with this. Getting increasingly a bad feeling about the company. And I just wish there were a better alternative than Google Meet, which I don't intend to use unless I'm absolutely forced. 
Elon Musk's recent behavior, including threats to visit Mark Zuckerberg at his house to like challenge him to a fight, is uh, raising concerns about his mental stability. Yeah, I, I totally get this. I, I don't uh, don't know why you would do that. It, it's, it's so weird with Elon, right? Because I'm an Elon fan. And I'm also like massively against the guy right now. I'm a fan because everything he's doing for space and for clean energy, specifically solar and for electric cars, like just brilliant and amazing. And I'm, I'm glad he's on the planet. And when he's talking about the future, when he's talking about energy, when he's talking about space, when he's talking about innovation, human innovation, even when he's talking about truth and, you know, X and Twitter related stuff, I, I, find his thoughts just amazing. The moment he starts talking about politics, I cannot stand the guy. And, and I wish he would just sort of heal that side or merge the sides or something. Anyway, uh, Asian employees are spending more time on performative work, basically just looking busy rather than doing productive work. And by the way, this is in Asia. This is not like Asian people in the U S or the UK or something. A global survey by Slack and Qualtrics found that employees from India, Japan, and Singapore reported spending more time of their work of their day, basically working on this than the global average, which was 32%. Um, yeah, so India says 43%, Japan says 37%, and Singapore says 36%, and the global average is 32%. Yeah, the India one, that's scary, performative work. OpenAI is trying a new way to use ChatGPT for content moderation, aiming to lighten the load on human teams. OpenAI has scooped up the team at Global Illumination, basically an aqua-hire company known for leveraging AI to create innovative tools and digital experiences. Seriously, can't wait to see what the results are of this purchase. So imagine like ChatGPT, but it's like a, a local app and it's super clean. I have MacGPT, but I think it'll be much better with global illumination IP in there. Tesla has rolled out an update for iOS mobile app that integrates Apple shortcuts, allowing the user to automate and use Siri for vehicle controls. Cannot wait to use this. Haven't messed with it yet. McKinsey has launched its own generative AI tool, Lily, designed to provide information, insights, and recommendations to its employees. The Allen Institute for AI, AI2, is shaking things up by releasing Dolma, a massive open data set for training language models like GPT-4 and Claude. Unlike the previous um, data sets used by companies like OpenAI and Meta, Dolma is free to use. It's open to inspection and designed to be a foundation for AI2's upcoming language model, which is called Olmo. I think this is a huge opportunity. Uh, I, I've talked about this before. One, one of the whole belts and roads, actually not belts and roads, <laughs> roads and bridges. Um, that, that's a Chinese thing. One, one of the whole things with like roads and bridges way to like benefit from AI is to build the companies that are part of the infrastructure of building AI apps. And one of those is absolutely clean data sets. So I think anyone who's building and providing and cleaning and just making available and selling these massive data sets, they're going to make tons of money, right? Because you look at all the scrutiny that OpenAI is under right now for using like tons of, you know, sensitive and proprietary data 
in their data sets, they should be using these open data sets. And what's even better is if lots of people are using them, um, this won't be the case completely, but if lots of people are using them, it's going to, you know, lift all boats. It's going to make all AI better. It also make all AI more similar though. So that's not necessarily good if you're trying to compete. So there will still be some custom data set use. Human news, Texas is reporting a massive, well, Texas is experiencing a massive 6,000% increase in power prices as a new heat wave threatens to break temperature records. Yeah. So, uh, electricity prices jumped to $4,750 per megawatt hour from the usual $75. And it's capped at 5,000 evidently. I mean, this is, this is insane. It used to be $75 and now it's almost 5,000. That's ridiculous. I'm going to tell all my friends in, in Texas, they, they've got to get on solar. Like they, solar's never been big in Texas because energy has been so cheap, but with these fluctuations, I might as well just do solar. Just get a Tesla solar roof like, um, uh, MKBHD just did get a couple power walls. You're set and a cyber truck. There you go. Perfect for Texas. Got one buddy, Sasha. He's getting a cyber truck. Can't wait to see it. Argentina has decided to ditch its own currency, the peso, and adopt the U.S. dollar instead. Anxiety can cause our brains to redirect how we regulate our emotions. The U.S., Japan, and South Korea are taking steps towards a three-way military and economic partnership with a meeting at Camp David. A team at Mass Eye and Ear reported positive results from a phase one trial of a stem cell treatment for significant chemical burns in the eye. Grinder, the popular LGBTQ plus dating app is giving its employees a tough choice. Move within 50 miles of one of their offices or lose your job. Again, RTO, which is return to office is another way to do a riff, a reduction in force. More and more Americans are finding themselves homeless and it's happening at a record rate. And evidently housing costs and evictions are the main culprits. Well, yeah, evictions because of housing costs, right? And lack of jobs. Air pollution might be a bigger culprit than we thought for dementia as it's now linked to an increase in lots of different types of dementia. A recent study suggests that thousands of dementia cases each year could be due to air pollution. Even a modest goal of 4,000 steps a day can significantly improve your health. San Francisco's top paid employee is taking home $640,000 a year. And uh, this is part of a report that puts the salaries of every city worker. I love public data. I love disclosure. Makes me happy. Young Chinese are increasingly disillusioned, facing high unemployment rates, skyrocketing property prices, and a gloomier economic output. Sentiment of young Chinese on the social media platforms have been growing darker with phrases like lying flat and letting it rot become more common. This is from The Economist. Linear TV now accounts for less than 50% of all TV usage. 
That's what we're calling it now, linear TV. With people opting for YouTube, TikTok, and streaming channels instead. That's definitely me. Target sales have taken a hit recently, despite the overall retail boom. And they believe it might be because of its Pride collection, which is very Bud Light-esque. Man, that's so sad. Um, also, the rising prices for essentials and a shift towards bargain hunting at places like TJ Maxx. And art schools are reportedly not focusing on teaching students the foundational skill of drawing, leading to a significant artist skills gap. Not a good combination. Not teaching people how to draw and then AI art happening at the same time. Notes. Uh, check out this post by a friend and member uh, of UL, Rezo, also known as Joseph Thacker, or as I prefer it, Joseph Thacker, also known as Rezo, where he discusses the skill of amplifying ideas, a concept inspired by a podcast conversation between Tyler Cohen and Paul Graham. Really, really great conversation. And the post is great as well. Definitely check it out from Joseph Thacker. And I'm about to switch all my port scanners to Nabu, I think, uh, which is by Project Discovery. Nmap is relatively slow. Mass scan is fast, but you can't pipe into it because it's just like a regular C command. Um, and I love the fact that Nabu can be used on both sides of the pipe, right, as part of a CLI workflow. So you can like find uh, domains that ha that are valid and you could pipe that into Nabu and get back ports and then send those on to something else for more inspection. I'm going with a lot more content in the newsletter these days, which I'm definitely noticing right now as I'm, you know, doing the podcast, uh, going through the newsletter and, uh, it's a trade-off, right? There's a bug in Gmail where you actually won't get the whole newsletter because of size restriction. And that's super annoying. But because I'm using my own custom AI for collecting a lot more stories that I really enjoy, I'm finding way more great stuff worthy of sharing. So I'm, I'm just adding it to the newsletter and people seem really happy with it. They're like, oh, I opened a billion links. Um, I've heard the comment multiple times that they would subscribe to a newsletter that was just the discovery section. So yeah, I, I'm feeling good about it, but th there is a trade-off. It, it's a lot of content. And last thing in the notes section, I'm actually driving around using Tesla's FSD now. We're at version 11.4 and it's pretty damn good. Still too herky-jerky for me and too many scary pauses sometimes, but if I engage it in normal areas with no, you know, strange uh, terrain or obstacles or anything, it works really well. And supposedly version 12 is going to be insanely good. So I can't wait to see that. Recent study has found a strong correlation. This is ideas and analysis, by the way. Recent study has found a strong correlation between vision problems and dementia in older adults. They looked at nearly 3,000 older adults and found that people with eyesight issues, even wearing their usual glasses or contact lenses, had a significantly higher risk of dementia. And this feels to me, and again, the study doesn't talk about this. This is me you know, adding to it and uh, thinking out loud. It reminds me of similar findings of people with bad hearing, also tied to dementia. Um, also people who are not in social uh, relationships, aren't entwined with their community, don't have lots of friends. I believe there's lots of studies also showing that they have uh, a higher chance of dementia. 
So my personal theory here is that the unifying factor might be the lack of exposure to stimuli, right? Eyes, ears, social, whatever. Isolation, in other words, sight, sound relationships, etc. What's also interesting is that this can apply to younger people as well. This doesn't need to be older people, right? Might not be the dementia, but the pressure of isolation. I think people decline quickly when they don't do new things, when they're not talking to people, they're not engaging with life. My takeaway is to make sure you're living life like you're young for as long as you want to live. And as soon as you slow down, I think your body receives a signal to basically pack things up and quit. So don't do that. Discovery, Nmap speed up, method to speed up Nmap scanning by 16 times. Llama GPT, a self-hosted offline AI chatbot similar to ChatGPT powered by Llama 2. Love this. This is by Umbral. There's a task manager trick. This one is super cool where you can simply hold down the control key on Windows and it'll freeze all the processes so they don't jump around. How are we just learning about this now? Got a strong argument against using VPN services. Got uh, Luis Costa sharing his experiences and lessons from managing small teams. Paul Bork explores the concept of symmetry within chaotic systems. Langchain's AI now capable of simulating a multiplayer D&D game. Langchain has introduced a new feature, cache-backed embeddings, to prevent redundant computation by caching embeddings. So normally when you run embeddings, like I'm doing a whole bunch of my apps, you have to rerun the embeddings. It actually stores the embeddings again, but you can actually cache that so it doesn't need to happen. Should come back way, way faster. Working with LLMs in the enterprise setting. Terraform is getting pressure from Polomni, uh, which I've not used yet. I still use Terraform, but a lot of people are getting mad at Terraform about licensing issues. Uh, it turns out saying hello to your neighbors can actually boost your well-being. Jeff Gearling shares his journey of soundproofing. The age-old debate of tabs versus spaces uh, makes an objective argument that, or no, it makes an argument that says tabs are objectively better. I like it. I'm a tab person versus spaces. Yeah, one tab versus four spaces. Yes, please. You don't need to grind lead code or have a college degree to land a job at Apple, although you probably do right now. They're not hiring anyone, as far as I know. Praising children for their effort rather than their natural ability can lead to better learning outcomes and more resilience. And the Gradient Pro Kit is a reasonably accurate, affordable air quality monitor. And I just ordered three of these things. <clears throat> Evidently, it's like more like a pro air sensor rather than like these really janky um, consumer ones that give, you know, flaky results. So I've got three of these inbound. And recommendation of the week, I really recommend this essay that I wrote called What I'm Doing and How It's Going. Uh, please definitely check that out. And the aphorism for the week, don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the moment and make it perfect. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the moment and make it perfect. Unknown. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a Neumann U87AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with a Y. 
And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmiesler.com newsletter. We'll see you next time.